So Connie, thank you so much for taking the time to meet with me to talk about your daughter, Thera, who is uh, now 41 years of age. Her diagnoses are a cerebral palsy. She has a cognitive impairment with a seizure disorder. Uh, she uses a wheelchair. When did you find out that Farah had these diagnoses? I saw them much earlier than anyone else did as a mother, but she was officially diagnosed at about six months. Okay. And what did you notice? Uh, her seizures. Oh. Yes. So even as an infant, she was yes, having seizures. Yes, she was having seizures, okay. yes. Over the 41 years that you've known Farah, what have been some of the challenges that you and your family have faced? Well, I think emotionally at the very beginning, you have the challenge that you almost go through a grieving process because the child is not what you wanted it to be in the life that you wanted it to have. And so at first you don't want to accept it. And then you finally do accept it and you see that it really has brought us probably a lot more blessings mm -hmm. than anything else. I think that it's given us a depth and a wisdom to our family that many people never achieve in right. this life because you really see what's important very quickly. Awesome. So I was very young when I had her. And uh -huh. I'll have you expand upon that in just a second, but in terms of the care and daily work with her, tell me about some of the care that she requires. Vera is what we call total care. She's like an infant. She depends on us for everything. Of course, we have to bathe her and we have to feed her. She's now on a feeding tube. She was put on that feeding tube about two years ago. And up until that point, then we would uh, pray her food and feed her. But you have to worry about her water intake and whether she's hot or cold or hmm. just everything. You have to become aware of her needs. So she cannot talk. She's not vocal. And so you have to learn how to pick up these signals from her. Did anyone ever advise you to maybe place her in an institutional care as she was growing up? Oh yes, of course. I think probably every doctor that we came in contact with before she was five years old. After about five years old, they stopped suggesting it. Mm -hmm. But they felt that for our family to be able to experience life as we should, that we should probably institutionalize her. Hmm. But we could, she's our daughter and and she's our little angel, and I would never um, put her under someone else's care. Awesome. You started to mention some of the, the blessings, but if you wouldn't mind just expanding upon that a little bit and talk about the joys having Farah in your family. There are so many simple joys of having Farah. Just a smile just fills your heart because it's such an innocent smile. You learn to appreciate all kinds of little things. And I think it's drawn our family a lot closer. It's given us empathy. We're very much aware of differences. We're able to accept them. I think that my children are much kinder people, a lot more forgiving. And it's a joy to me to watch them interact with other people in our community that are handicapped in other ways. What was her impact on your extended family or your friends when she was born. How did your parents or your husband's parents deal with, oh my goodness, now we have a child with multiple disabilities? They were such a great support to us. It's quite funny to see the impact on my father. He was an old farmer and he was very gruff and rough. Vera brought out the very best in him. He was 
dining with her, he would come over when we lived by them and every morning take her for a ride in his wheelbarrow. And it brought our family closer together. Even my other siblings and their children, everybody knows what Farrah's doing and everybody follows her on Facebook. They're all interested in it. And no matter what's happened to the people as they've gone their different ways, they all check in on Farrah. They don't check in for anyone else, but they all know what Farrah's doing. So Farrah has drawn our family, extended family as well, together. I don't think anything else could have. I'm just curious, um, if I came to you just having found out that my infant was diagnosed with cerebral palsy and it was apparent that uh, she had a cognitive impairment and seizure disorder, what advice would you give me? I would say, number one, to look at this human being as truly one of the biggest and best accomplishments that you'll make in your life. I think that you will grow more by taking care of this little child in ways that there's no other way you could grow, that this child will bring so much happiness in your life. And it's funny because I have happened to know three or four people that have had children with disabilities that have actually taken care of Farah, which I think is so unusual. When they were younger, they've taken care of Farah. And because they've taken care of her, every one of them looked at that child very differently. And there wasn't a hesitation at all for them to accept that child in their lives because they could see how Farah had blessed ours. And so when I would call them to talk to them a little bit about what was going in their life, they would just say, we knew that we could do this because your family's done it so well. And we can see the light and the brightness that she brings into our home. And so they didn't even have a decision to make. They knew that it was going to be a great opportunity for them and a wonderful possibility, so. Oh, that's super. Any thoughts that you want to share? Any last thoughts? When I very first found out about Farah, I have to tell you that is probably one of the darkest days of my life. I cried and it was so sad. But now that I look back on it, it probably was the best day. I wouldn't trade it for anything. I wouldn't trade her for anything in the world. Sometimes you do wish and you look and you think, I wonder if she had been normal, how her life would have turned out. But when you see all the ways that she's changed us for the better, I don't think that we could have done this without her. And I see the people that have been affected by her. If I could just for a moment, we had a birthday party for her when she was 40. There's lots of times I'm wondering, you know, why she's still on the earth when she's suffering. And perhaps it's because I haven't learned everything that I should from her. And it was then that I realized she's not just here for me. She's here for our community. We had 300 people show up in the rain to commemorate that birthday, coming together with the community and our friends to tell us stories of how she has influenced their life for good. So it was a marvelous experience, something that we weren't expecting. What a great blessing. 
Connie, thank you for taking the time to uh, meet with me for this Orange Sox interview. I'm honored and just thrilled to learn about Farah and your life with her. Thank you. Of course. I appreciate it.